walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody, settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, and this art is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle, aka the hardest part of the ring. And boy, howdy, do I ho- <laughs> If you're a frequent listener of this podcast, I sure hope you enjoy Samoa Joe. <laughs> Samoa Joe. Because, uh, man, we uh, just in the past, like, couple months, like two or th- maybe three months, we've covered his debut in Ring of Honor in 2002. We've covered his debut in TNA in 2005. We've even we've even covered Pon Joe. <laughs> yeah, here we go. WrestleMania when he was wearing a poncho. Pon Joe. <laughs> that's a hill I'll fucking die on. That that's funny. But now, after all that, typically I go into progress episodes where I'm like, erp, dip, dip. no Smo Joe here. But <laughs> what an egg on my face because. Now, we're covering his debut in Progress Wrestling Chapter 14. Main event is Rampage Brown versus Samoa Joe. And uh, you see that on the card, you're like, God damn it, that's match of the year. I'm going to rip my clothes off and finger my butthole. And that this, this, okay, that's, why am I so vulgar all the time? I can't just say like, hey, that's probably a, a pretty neat match. Probably a good contest of, of grapples. Nope. Got to go right to butthole jokes. Um, What was the time? About? Oh, yeah, you see it on paper. You're like, man, that's going to be a great fucking match. But, well, I'll let the podcast speak for itself in, in terms of that. But uh, that's a match that happens in the main event. But, of course, we also have a Thunder Bastard match. Thunder Bastard. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what it means either, but it's a match that's called Thunder Bastard, and that's actually what the chapter's called, so I'm sure you Brits, uh, it's probably some sort of reference, right? Maybe it's like a, uh, is it Top Gear? Is it a Top Gear reference? Is it a, uh, is it a cricket team? The, 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 the Hogwarts Thunder Bastards? Is that, is that what it is? But anyways, other than that, got Jimmy Havoc defending the progress staff against Noam Dar and a really man. That's a lot to talk about there, but a really good match there. A lot, lot to talk about in terms of Jimmy Havoc and that whole storyline as it 
typically like it, it seems like it always is with these episodes. Apparently, there was a World Cup before the like in between 13 and 14. There was some sort of World Cup that was held in the, the garage, which is what their earlier episodes or earlier chapters were in. Um, and I didn't know this until I uh, I turned this chapter on like previously on progress or whatever they said. But yeah, I really I need to start. Uh, <laughs> I need to add that to my spreadsheet because now and I'm, I'm going to mention this just in case, you know, this is something that you guys want from me. So in addition to progress, I'm also going to start watching uh, WXW. I'm also going to start watching OTT here in a little bit as well. And I have a whole spreadsheet so I can keep track of the chronological order of everything. Um, but the plan right now is just to keep on. It's basically just to have progress is my only one that I uh, podcast on. Um, I do have, you know, other ideas, maybe some YouTube exclusive stuff uh, for the other ones, maybe some bonus apps. So if there's something you guys want in terms of WXW, OTT or any other UK promotion, holler at me and we can... Uh, can make something happen, but uh, no spreadsheet required for you, though, because all you got to do if you want to listen to all my previous progress episodes is go to apronbump.com, link in the bio, and uh, go to the episodes tab, select progress, and that'll give you all of my progress episodes that I have done thus far. Chapters one through this one, 14. So um, go check that out. If you haven't already, progress is uh, one of my favorite things to watch and I always love uh, chatting shit. Isn't that what you UK people say? Chatting shit about some progress wrestling. So if that wasn't enough, very special guest today brought back Charlie from Get Show. A, uh, I guess a regular at this point, huh? Charlie from Get Show. Uh, I let him out of my basement to record this episode. Uh, it's funny. He like so when, when we recorded this which is a few weeks ago, you know, pulling back the curtain. Uh, he had just gotten back from a, a vacation in Las Vegas. And I had had a, a pretty long day myself. So we were like both kind of <laughs> punch drunk, I think. But it turned out to be one of my favorite episodes that I've done. Just a silly, silly time, um, as always, with Charlie. So go check out him and Get Show. Uh, Get Show podcast is on a hiatus right now, but they are returning very soon. So uh no better time to jump on the train than now. Get Show is one of my uh, favorite podcasts to listen to. Uh, very non-formulaic. A lot of really fun segments <laughs> that they do. Their sweaty sessions are hilarious. Um, but yeah, they make wrestling fun, which is like, uh, who would have thought, right? Wrestling could be fun. Go check them out. And uh, you know, while I'm plugging here, just real quick, because I'm very bad at this usually. Uh, been very lucky to appear on other podcasts recently a bunch of them so if, if you if one pet one podcast a week isn't enough of isn't enough hardest part of the ring for you uh go check me out on various other podcasts um i'll try to link them in the description if i am not a forgetful asshole go check me out on smacking it raw check me out on the ra era podcast where we just did a watch along on a velocity episode uh, go check me out on Universal Wrestling Podcast. It was, a, it was a SummerSlam predictions episode, but we talk about a lot of uh, evergreen content on there. Uh, so definitely still a worthy listen. 
Also, check me out on Wrestling Should Be Fun. Uh, their episode from last week. That was just a hilarious, hilarious time. And just like Get Show, very, uh, very unique in their presentation, but uh, a great listen as always. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I've been I've been a whore lately, just sucking podcast dicks all over the place. But speaking of dicks, time for me and Charlie to get into it. Uh, progress chapter what? Progress chapter fourteen with myself and Charlie from the Get Show podcast. Where do I where do I even freaking start, dude? Like, okay, so I just went to Vegas. And the Ve- the trip was awesome. You no, know, I can't complain about the trip at all. Yeah. So then, so then I don't know. Like, you've heard about the traffic and in, in, uh, not the traffic, the weather in Chicago. So anyway, we've had like storms, tornado, tornado oh, yeah. warnings, and all those other, you know, the whole shebang bang, you know. So all my flight, I get to the airport and they keep delaying it, but they don't tell us why. They're just like, oh, it's delayed again. Ugh. And then they finally start saying, oh, Chicago's not letting anyone fly in. So so then they'll be like, oh, we pushed it back ten minutes. Oh, we pushed it back twenty minutes. I don't know what I would rather have. Would they? T- can they? Would they rather? Would I rather have them tell me like? Or just we're flying on an hour, or hey, we're gonna go out in ten minutes. Wait, nope, another ten minutes. Wait, right. wait, no, another ten minutes. You'd rather just no. Yeah, instead, right. Instead of having your your hopes and dreams ripped away yeah. from you. So then, so then we get onto the plane finally, right? And we get on the plane, and then right before we leave, they go, "Okay, Chicago's not giving us the go ahead, go ahead to fly again." So now we're on the airplane for another two hours, and oh. like. And then at this point, like you know, I'm hungry. So like you know, I was, uh, like the I asked the steward to say, "Can I get some food?" And they're like, "Oh, we don't serve food anymore on these because of COVID." Right. And I'm just in here. I'm about to like bite the person next to me. Like, what the holy shit? So like, so like, <laughs> like so then I'm just like, all right, whatever. So you kind of deal with it. After two hours of not knowing what's gonna happen, they finally say, "Hey, we're ready to fly." So we're like, all right, we're, we go. So we're on this trip, and then like, sure enough, like. I, I have the biggest stomach ache at this point. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I have a so it's like another agonizing three hour flight. Menstrual cramps. I, pretty much. I mean, I think yeah. it's that time in a month. So it's uh, like it <laughs> I like I I forgot my mitol. So anyway, um, oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> so then, uh, I don't even know what that is. I just I just heard on uh, what's that uh, movie? I think it's something that the, the hens stick up their uh, vaginas. I think. So I don't need mitol. <laughs> I mean, it's worth a try. Let's see what happens. Couldn't make anything worse, I think. Does it go in the butt? Anyway, uh, so it's always yes. <laughs> so, uh, so I get to Chicago, right? By mm-hmm. the time we get to Chicago, first of all, Uber is like eighty dollars for for a regular thirty dollar trip. So, like, what the hell's going on? Sure mm-hmm. enough, there's no Ubers available at all. You keep clicking on it, click on it, and there's no Ubers. So we're like, all right, let's go to the taxi. And what, t- what time is this? This is 11 o'clock at night now. Oh, okay. And it's in but, Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. So there should be like a ton, right? Yeah. Sh- oh, yeah. Very normal. I think and everybody around. And then here's what happened. Apparently, every single one of the flights came in at the exact same fucking time. So now everybody and their mom is looking for fl- for a, a way out of uh, the airport now. So mm-hmm. anyway, we're, we're in the taxi line. And then I shit you not. Like the taxi line is going decently fast. But, it's st- but it was long enough where we waited another three hours in the taxi line. So, then, Dude, so it was that's so, awful. It was horrible. We're like standing there the whole time, not knowing when we're gonna get a ride home, looking for other ways like should I rent a car, should I call somebody, all those other bullshit. And it's like so aggravating because you're just ass tired. You've already been delayed yeah. three hours, so it was a bitch. So then I, I have work the next day, get like three hours of work, I mean three hours of sleep, go to work, boom, whatever. Mm-hmm. Come home next come home next day after work. 
take a quick nap. Sure enough, weather's still bad. Water out. Um, electricity oh. out. So the next night, I can't sleep because it's ass hot. And like, <laughs> and so I'm like, I just wanted a good night's sleep. And then like, and like, you know, there's no water. And then like, sure enough, like, like I, I tell my wife, hey, no water. And she goes, oh, I'm like, why? And she's like, I'm on the toilet. I'm like, no. <laughs> so, so like, we got to, you know, like we can't flush our toilets. And then, so then that was it. And like the night, sleepy, like shitty sleep. So, like, right now, I'm going off of, like, literally, like, seven hours of sleep in two nights. Right. So, I'm just like, fuck. So, hey, how are you doing? Hope your day is good. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I didn't have the fucking the days that you had. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm drinking coffee at 8, 7.30 p.m. So, oh. that tells you, you where go. I am right Enough now. Said. But... My bad to go on that rant, but it, it could have been. Yeah, there's nothing worse because I've had that, too, where it's, like, Atlanta airport always fucks me for some reason. I don't know what it is about Atlanta, but it's always a, a day long thing if I ever go through there. Your Atlanta is like my Charlottesville, or like same thing. No, Charlottesville? No, fail. no, no fail. I go around there. I'm like, why am I stuck here again? <laughs> Did you end up get? Yeah, you were telling me about a job around there, right? That yeah, yeah. Uh, it, didn't, it it fell through. Like the, my right. qualifications, like I was kind of like hoping they would take me with my qualifications but i wasn't like i didn't have the right degree because i was looking as a statistician job so it's mm. like i'm like but i'm good with stats <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> did you send in a headshot with, with your resume uh, yeah but it was chow fat so <laughs> <laughs> well that was a miscalculation on your part i guess i mean who else i mean i could have put jet lee he's a handsome fucker but yeah you could or or the guy from right? the guy from uh was it uh, crazy rich asians Oh um, oh my God! I know who you're talking about? It's like Ching Ping Bong or something, right? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I think I ordered that in uh, Vegas actually. Oh yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, go for it, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, well, hey, at least we don't have to take a flight to London to to talk about this this year wrestling show, right? Oh, uh, you know what I. I mean, I would actually. Yeah. I would fly to go to this event because it seemed like the crowd had a great time. Dude, Genuinely. I would. I would love to go to a progress. I mean, I would have. Would have heard it's like not quite the same nowadays, but like figure. But I mean, are you into progress at all? Like, I know you're like kind of in the more like indie obscure yeah. stuff. So actually, this is my first ever progress show that I ever watched. So really, yeah. I, I, I like you. Like, my my bucket list though is OTT. I don't know if you heard of OTT. Yeah. No, yeah. I have. I literally, dude, I'm such a fucking nerd. I have a spreadsheet. So I have Progress, OTT, and WXW. And I, I like chronologically like listed them. So I'm like going to like go through all of them. Respect. So I, I understand. Mean, yeah. I figure you won't put that on like a Tinder profile, but I get it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> goes on my grinder. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ladies and or gentlemen. <laughs> no, no, I hear you, dude. Like, like OTT, like they have an atmosphere like that matches no other. Like, their 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 crowd is so lit. So it's like, like I yeah. the only real match I saw was David Starr versus uh, oh man, Jordan Devlin. Yeah, that, I think that's like the main. It's like those two oh. plus Walter. They have like yes. a, like differing kind of feuds that kind of intertwine. I like think that's Osprey, like the main thing. Like he, yeah, yeah, he was a mainstay. Like British strong style, they come yes. through for a little bit. But I think it's like right before NXT UK. So I don't think they do too much there, but. Yeah. Dude, yeah, UK wrestling is like one of my favorite things. And I, have you ever been to London? I have not. I want to though. That's oh. like one of my top top places. Have if you? you like if you like fish sticks, 
<laughs> I love fish sticks in my mouth, yeah, in and go. around my mouth. <laughs> what I meant to say is fish and chips. My bad, but like, oh. <laughs> I was but, with you. but yeah, but the gay community there is awesome. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, London's amazing. It's like very like, it's very how can I say? It? Everyone there was pretty friendly for the most part, and it's very uh -huh. diverse over there. So, and it's a different world over there. I'd go back in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. Right. People getting street fights and they're throwing European uppercuts and all the time nightmares on people all the time like you see them bump their fists but only to hit them with their bicep for some reason dude they never see it coming it's <laughs> like the damnedest thing you'll ever see <laughs> it's like you want to get hit with this or this right here like, yeah. <laughs> this is william regal and johnny saint yeah right but naked in the street <laughs> i don't know why they're naked so anyways progress <laughs> grinder baby yeah <laughs> what would william regal's grinder name be uh don't you have like a, a real man's man I'm gonna act like I don't know, huh? Oh, man's man. A man's man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the low? No, no. He would get more hits with it as the lumberjack. Mmm. Yeah. Right. Lumberjack. Yeah. Isn't that like a. Uh, is that an otter? What's an otter? Isn't that like a. Uh, I think it's like a skinny, hairy person. I don't know. I only I'm know gonna, the animal. You know I'm not gonna Google. I'll Google it after this. Put it. I mean, do I it on okay, Urban so. Dictionary. I'm sure you'll get something good. You know what? Fuck. I'm gonna do it. Are you gonna do it? What do I type in? Otter gay? Gay otter? Uh, just, just don't, don't put it on Google. Oh, <laughs> it's like X videos. What is this? Guide to gay men's body types. All right, this is, I'm gonna get down a rabbit hole if I. Let's let's just pretend it's a hairy small gentleman. Oh I don't God. think I'm an otter. <laughs> oh God, I don't, I don't think so. I'm, I'm either. But <laughs> yeah, very smooth, very smooth. You see. <laughs> if you woke me up and told me I'd be talking about this, I would be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking about <laughs> naked gay men, so Samoa Joe is on this show. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> do you know something that I don't like? Oh, sorry, that's my fantasy and reality. Oh, okay. Mixed, yeah, kind of gets tangled sometimes. Uh, just like my pubic hair, but Get so we got progress. <laughs> so, but yeah, you said this is your first progress show, Ever. and I'm like, kind of going through it chronologically. So I'm only a, a few shows in. Okay. But it's like quickly like progressing, but it's like already like I think we're like two years in or so. But they've already had, like, they have Samoa Joe on this show. They've had, like, Finn Balor and Adam Cole. Uh, Nigel McGuinness came in and did, like, a referee spot. for Like, it's, it's already, like, a huge thing. And they're already, like, so early into it. So I definitely, it's, it's definitely something I recommend if it's, like, because you can, you have the account now. You know where to find it, so. Oh, uh, you know, I won't abuse it. <laughs> no, please do. <laughs> abuse me. Well, do. You, you guys hear it for, here, folks, so. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my strap on? <laughs> you know, I have my kendo stick here. I don't know. I had it for I had an ECW show the other night, but it's still ready just in case. So. That's funny. That's a nickname of my dildo. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's why they call you Sandman. <laughs> and so, I have an alcohol problem. So <laughs> yeah, living the gimmick, working yourself into a shoot, dude, man, dude, man. I'm progressing. Yeah. Oh God. All right. We'll see how many. We got, we got a little ticker on how many times we worked. We worked that in here. Oh man, I hope it stays at two. Uh, well, I doubt it. So <laughs> progressing into the uh, so so they recap at the beginning of the show the Progress World Cup, which was like a single elimination tournament, which I didn't even realize happened because um, I just been going by chapters. But apparently, there's like a whole like two hour thing. But it's a, it's just a I think it's an eight man tournament, and the winner gets a title match, which Noam Dar ends up winning. And uh, he beats Rampage Brown in the finals. So the consolation prize for Rampage is that he gets to fight Samoa Joe. 
cool. in the main event. So I feel like everybody won after that tournament. Uh, what are your thoughts on Noam Dar? He's like low key one of my favorites. I think he is. He's he's I don't know. He just got that certain something. You know, like he yeah. just I don't know how to explain it. I guess like an X factor where it's like he just knows how to play the crowd. Yeah, and like even like in this match, he shows versatility. Like you know, he can strike, he can wrestle, he can do like like he could fly a little bit. So like, he's pretty good, right? And yeah, he's he, like a natural he, swagger to him. Yeah, and if he was on Grinder, he'd probably get some oh, calls. Oh man, I like, mean, is he not? <laughs> do, do we know? Oh, he's dating Alicia Folks, right? Isn't that the thing? Oh, is that is that for real? Oh wait, oh yeah, it's from oh, the. No. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Was, I was just memeing for a second. <laughs> that's that was pretty, a little bit of fun. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like you know, this is the first time I ever heard of the, his his finisher being called the Champagne Super Nevar. Yeah, I was like brilliant. Yeah, I think it's a a pretty new thing at this point. It's funny because he was in the first, I think he was in the first match ever in progress, and he's such like a like he's still really young here, but he was extra twinkish like in the beginning, huh. like he was even skinnier than he is here, and he had like the long shaggy hair. Okay, okay, great, great stuff, great <laughs> stuff. But uh, man. So this opening match here, it's a Thunder Bastard match. What's you- okay. No, I'm just like shaking my head because it's like, I don't know the context. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't either. OK, good, good. Because because I'm like saying like you get to be the Thunder Bastard. I'm like, oh, OK. That means do, do I get pegged by somebody like what? I think so. Yeah. They didn't make that clear. But <laughs> considering the winner, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> um, But so, yeah, I don't know what Thunder Bastard means. I'm sure there's a bunch of. British people listening to this yelling at their devices, but it's probably it's probably like a football thing. You know? Oh, maybe like uh, whatever. <laughs> Harry Potter, but so it's essentially so the rules of the match. It's an eight-man match, and it's essentially Aztec warfare, which you're familiar with, right? Lucha Underground. Yeah, of course. And so it's a it's a Royal Rumble, but you eliminate people by pinfall or submission, basically, and uh, the winner gets a uh, title shot. And I think they said it's basically like a. Uh, a money in the bank scenario where you can like cash it in whenever i think they like explicitly said like it's like money in the bank oh which is funny like they're just kind of leaning into it but so that's the stakes in this match uh let me ask how many people in this match did you know going into it oh uh, let me think about it. i'm, I'm kind of i kind of took note of who was in this match uh i know two two of them yeah just two yeah. Uh, is it will osprey and mark and party marty Skrull. Party Marty Skrull. Party we'll Marty. Yeah. Oh god. We'll, we'll we'll get to him. Oh yeah. But um. Yeah. They only knew the other two. The, everyone else was kind of like who? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at it. And I guess because Wild Boar is in NXT UK. That's like the only one you would have a hope of knowing had you not watched Progress before. But nah. Um. But w- w- even with this match, if you look at the names, it's like like if like without context, which what I did not have, you you look at the names like man, this is like the most least intimidating fight you'll ever hear about. Yeah. Like, oh my god, this Joey Lakeside's about to come out to fight sticks. Joey Lakeside. It's, he's gonna fight sticks, guys. Don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> watch my show. Like, and Mike Hitchman might show up. Oh, like. <laughs> I never realized how how doofy of a name Joey Lakeside. It sounds like a guy that invented an app or something. There you go, grinder. Yeah. <laughs> Constant threat, so to speak. But uh so the match starts with uh well, Joey Lakeside and Paul Robinson. So Paul, he up to last show, he was like this plucky underdog babyface guy. Like he was really like I really enjoy his in ring in ring work. Like he's like a kind of like a smaller Alistair Black. Like he has like all the kickboxing mm-hmm. elements to his stuff. But at the last show, he turned heel 
and uh, joined forces with Jimmy Havoc's group that he's building, which I guess is called Regression. Isn't that fun? <laughs> That's horrible. It's like, fun to yeah. progress, right? It's I, okay, I get it, but it's like at the same time, like, well, once again, without without context, I'm like, yeah, we suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will continue to suck more. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we got the two skinny fucks starting out the match. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then you might be asking, how did Paul Robinson turn heel? Well, he turned heel on his tag team partner who happens to be number three in this match, mm. Will Ospreay. So they were a tag team. Paul turned on Will, which is why Will comes out with a steel chair. He's all pissed. He's all, you know, gay. And he's coming out. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he has the chair. But the referee, you know, takes the chair because it's, you know, it's a thunder a thunder bastard match. You got to respect the, the sanctity of it. There's no chairs in a thunder bastard match. So uh, as you know, the ref and Osprey are jostling with the with the chair. Uh, Paul Robinson, I think, right? It's a lot of shit happened in this match. Yeah, Paul low blows Will Osprey. Oh yeah, gets DQ'd. So Paul's eliminated, but I don't think he really gives a tickle. So, uh, so it just leaves Osprey and Lakeside in there. Osprey hits a beautiful Flosberry flop onto Lakeside. Uh, and this for the record, number... I forget what that is. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a uh, like a. Not quite a moonsault over the ropes. It's like a half moonsault, half shooting star press. It's like what AJ Styles used to do back in the day. Okay. okay. Like, like a. Here, I, I'll, I'll get up and. All right, cool, cool. I'll, here we yeah, go. Yeah. Well, we'll cut it in. HD. I'll put in AJ. Yeah, and I put my <laughs> face on it. There you go. <laughs> Reface app. Shout out. There it is. <laughs> and uh, Daryl Allen comes out next. Another scrawny English fuck hmm. comes out. Uh, him and Osprey have a, a fun little exchange. You know, they're all bouncing all over the place. Will Osprey, it's it's funny watching him with the context of what he is today. Such like way more high flying than he is now. Um, definitely in his early days. Uh, Osprey goes for an os cutter, but it gets blocked. Then they're like bouncing. They're going, keep whipping each other into the ropes, and they hit like a drop kick at the same time. And I didn't catch this when I first watched it. Because what, after this double drop kick, they're both down. But then Daryl Allen like rolls to the outside, and the referees are checking on him. Like it's like a they don't throw up the X, but it's like kind of a same similar kind of feel to it. Yeah. And they said that Daryl Allen got a concussion, which is you're right over there. The fuck was that noise? Well, <laughs> I think your stomach just made a noise. What? Might have been me. <laughs> Getting excited over there about Daryl Allen. Daryl Allen, the sound of my erection. Like <laughs> the sound of my erection. Is that a is that a kiss song? <laughs> That's what it sounds like when three inches pops up. <laughs> Speaking about three inches, so Daryl Allen is getting looked at, and they say he has a concussion. So he's like, they take him out of the match. Basically, he's eliminated. But he like. After that drop kick, I watched it back, and he's, like, holding his shoulder. Oh. So I don't know if he injured his shoulder, and they were just like, that's too much of a pussy injury. We got pretend he got a concussion. We'll take you out. So I I don't know. Like, I, t- I turned it back, too, to sh- see what happened. And there was this one part where, where um, what's his name? Osprey throws him to the ropes, and then he pops him in the in the uh, head with, a, with his elbow. And, like, mm. it didn't look like he meant to hit him with an elbow. Uh, that's what I'm guessing what it was. Because, like, that's the only, that could have been it, too. But, like, let's just say for shits and giggles that it was a real, like, concussion. You know who didn't see this match was uh, uh, Tony Khan. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking like, <laughs> like you know what's his name? Uh, Matt Hardy's head bounced off like a basketball, and like, let yeah. him go. <laughs> right. Keep it, keep this shit going. Let's yeah, keep whoever, it. Who's who's in charge of the medical in progress in 2014? Because they they diagnosed his concussion in like 15 seconds. <laughs> he's concussed. <laughs> yeah. nah, he's probably look at him. Look yeah, him. look at him. <laughs> Glassy eyed dude. He was smoking a bowl in the back. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, but oh, like so, who knows what happened? But uh, it could have been like, also the the os cutter. Maybe they like clonked heads or uh, something. I feel like that could be an easy thing to happen. But I'm convinced that it was an injury just because it was so awkward. It was just like because like that that lakeside dude wanted to do stuff. And he's kind of like going back and forth, kind of bouncing around, ready to do yeah. something. It was such an awkward pause. I'm like, all right, maybe something happened. But he was an eager beaver, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, Man. Even to change his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he has merch because I'm gonna buy a T-shirt right after this. <laughs> Lakeside. <laughs> Lakeside. Watch out. God. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a this weird, awkward energy after that, and out comes Danny Garnell with this weird like dave matthews music so it's like even a weirder energy comes out but it's so funny it's like so quiet and he like quietly comes out nobody reacts to him <laughs> danny comes he gets in the ring and just fucking murders the guys that are in the oh ring with God. suplexes like rick steiner like like let me just suplex you and drop you on your head um because he was in there osprey and lakeside are the ones in there now so that these guys just get obliterated by danny um, who has like some henchman with him? I guess that's a story oh. that's going on. I don't know. Um, but then out after that comes Sticks. It's your first time watching Sticks. Yep. Not like not in the gay context, but in a wrestling context. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like... <laughs> what, are you, what are your thoughts on Sticks? Not a damn thing. I I didn't get anything. <laughs> like you know, what I mean, like like he did a little, like I, I don't know what to say because like I mean in the match he had he's obviously he's big. And he's strong, yeah. and he's like, you know, so it's like, okay, he could do big some par stuff, but like, other than that, like, I, I don't, it's not like I want to see him again, you know what I mean? Like, but he has two X's in his name. Oh, um, like, I was surprised he didn't go three. Yeah, might as well, right? <laughs> you're, you're almost there. I don't know. He has know. the mohawk, like, it would work, so. Oh, God, but no, he's, he, I mean, like I said, he did some cool things in the match, but it's like, forgettable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. these, like, intervals, I don't know, like, what the time was. Was that two minutes or something between people? I think it was precisely like one minute and and like fifty four seconds or some shit. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> is that it UK was just, time? Maybe, but no, actually, it felt more random than anything. It's like, oh, let's just let him out now. You know? Right? Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> like, if these spots are done, get the next guy out here. <laughs> but yeah, like not like too much happening in between these intervals, other than like what we're what we've already mentioned. But uh, so Sticks is in there. Him and Danny Garnell go at it. The two uh, bigger lads of the match. Uh, but then Osprey hits a beautiful super kick onto Garnell, and then Sticks hits a boss man slam. So uh, Danny Garnell is eliminated, and uh, so that leaves Osprey and Sticks to go at it. Uh, um, but then, oh fuck, this next guy, dude. <sighs> <sighs> no, I I noticed no. that I noticed that they 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 um cut out some of his entrance. So I'm pretty sure he abused an underage girl in the way of the ring. But like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. 
yeah. I was really listening, like, oh, did they? I don't, I didn't catch it. <laughs> watch, watch it was again. It music copyright. <laughs> watch it again. It just, it just skips, and he's, he's already in the ring. Okay. <laughs> he's licking his lips, and then it gets to him in the ring. Oh God. Oh. Well, uh, yeah. He's just a party here, though. Yeah. It's party Marty. Come on. <laughs> it's not a song. But then, yeah, tell him it's not a quinceanera. You can't do that. You know. Like, oh, you know? is that what they? <laughs> no, no, no. More like the, the, the age of the kids. You know. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I know that joke kind of fell on its safe. More it's Red Bull. Let's go. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's hilarious because so party Marty, right? It was mm -hmm. who he was before the villain. Mm -hmm. But he has villain on his tights. Oh my god! So there's like the transition where he's like kind of both. So he doesn't like know what he wants to be. He has this stupid hair. Like the, the crowd hated his hair. Like, I, I love. Don't know if you <laughs> I love their well, chant. You hear the chant? What was the chant? Let's look here. Let me see. I think I wrote it down. He's got shit hair on his head. He's got <laughs> shit hair on his head. I'm like, okay, this crowd's a little too organized, but like, it's yeah, it's like they were prepared. Oh well, they they definitely like had like a, they must have had a script because they use it all in the Norm Dar match. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I got I so annoying. Just, yeah, I mean there were several points in this the show where it was kind of a little overboard. But. I I feel like you know what like like kind of sidetracking like the fans definitely were trying to get themselves over in this match more than they like well, no in the in the yeah. whole event and the drunker they got the more they want to get themselves over than actually watching these motherfucking matches. But anyway, right. I digress. Like the, like the peaks, like they, they could be great. Like the crowd was probably really good most of the show, but there yeah. are certain points where it like took away from the matches. Well, they're probably looking through their notes to see like what song we're going to sing next. <laughs> to be fair, you have Marty Skrull coming out here. Uh-huh. And not even, I don't even want to call it a man bun. It's it's a ponytail, a half blonde ponytail with like what, leopard skin uh, tights? Like, what, are we going to cheer for you, boo for you? No, we're going to, we're going to just shit on your head. Or your hair, so can't really blame him for that, honestly. But probably not his first time. Probably not. <laughs> not his last. But mm. they, uh, so Marty and uh, Osprey, they team up on sticks. Uh, they they both hit some planches to the outside, but sticks hits a a double power slam at one point, which is pretty neat over burrito, if I do say so myself. Mm -hmm. um, but I know what you're thinking. You're like, man, this match needs more pigs. So out comes Wild Boar. Mike Hitchman, who is the uh, the last participant in the Thunder Bastard match, comes out with all the you know the kibashi chops to the back of the head of sticks. I didn't like that at all. You didn't like the. If if anyone's using kibashi chops, I hope it's not. I don't want it being like you know fucking skinny Otis doing it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck out of here, motherfucking lurk, looking like not so fit Finley motherfucker like you know what i mean it's like like i like you know what i mean he's like he just i don't know how to explain him I, he just, like maybe you could he just look i don't know don't that's a raven eh, nah, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. See, now i see you now back. see if you have your script call back <laughs> <laughs> let's go long-term storytelling <laughs> no like like um no that's i don't know he, he, mike hitchman did not do it for me either it's like who are these fuckers? So if you want a Mike Hitchman match to watch, okay. he had a, actually a, a really good match against Mark Andrews. At, okay. It was like one of the first like three chapters. But okay. if you ever like, man, I need some Mike Hitchman in my life. Go, go, go check that out. I'll take your word uh, for it. But uh, <laughs> if anything stuck out to me in this match, um, did you see how prominent Styx's balls were 
when uh, Mike Hitchman was going for the package pile driver, and he just had these fucking hangers. I'm glad you noticed, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting there. He's like trying to set up this package pile driver, and then you get a real package. Huh? <laughs> well, you know what? In fairness, I watched this match on a plane, so it's like kind of like. <laughs> so you, had to, you had to keep your boner down, so you had to skip through that part. <laughs> my actually it popped up in my my tablet, just th- hit the roof. So oh, okay, oh, that's that powerful hard. three inches. Yep, <laughs> your penis is like Mike Hitchman, small and powerful. Get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's Wild Boar, Marty Party Marty Skrull, and Will Osprey, the final three. Oh yeah, Sticks by the way gets eliminated by a uh, chicken wing, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, so we got the final three. And then, uh, wait, no, no, Boar gets eliminated by the chicken wing. Sticks gets eliminated by the package. That, that's where he go. Package pile driver got me fixated on his balls, and then I forgot mm-hmm. to say that I actually pinned him uh, at some point. So <laughs> the final two are Marty Skrull and Will Ospreay, which is just funny considering, like, the rest of the decade, they'd have, like, J- New Japan matches, like, yeah. all over the world. Like, they'd yeah. have, like, so many matches against each other. And I don't know if this is one of the first or it's one of the first that I'm aware of, at least. And like just like really good chemistry between these two guys, yeah. like right out the gate. Like you can see why they had so many matches. Yeah. Like it, later this, down the road. This match definitely picked up like at the end of it. So I guess they saved the best for last. In hindsight, maybe it should have just been a, a singles match between those two. But 100 percent. But maybe a lumberjack with six lumberjacks around. <laughs> oh, you mean six thunder bastards? <laughs> oh, see. There just we go. Stick. Stay outside. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, ultimately, uh, Marty Skrull goes for like a is it Mahi Mahi Straw Cradle. Okay, says that, that. I usually just say it fast and hope nobody corrects me. Well, goes for a Mahi right. Straw Cradle, yeah. uh, but Osprey prevents him from rolling through. Uh, so Osprey gets a quick roll up out of nowhere, and Will Osprey wins and is the Thunder Bastard. So uh, yeah, that's pretty a little tick on on his uh, belt. Does that mean he's dropped that Thunder now? Uh, Thunder Down Under? Oh, no, I was trying to, I was trying to call him a bastard, but... No, <laughs> I see. That was too smart for me. <laughs> Let's cut that out. Let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. Uh, but yeah, anything else on that match? Not a damn thing. It was pretty much like a an eight-man... Like, a, this match should have been better. Like, you know, with eight men, you could have got guys going balls to the wall, higher, fast mm-hmm. pace, but... It, and this one did the whole, like, dodo style of, like... Of, like use somebody selling like death while two other guys go at it you know what i mean right. so it's like it could have been good but it was all right you know yeah i, th- I was when i saw this on the card i expected like a like a scramble yes. kind of match where everybody's yes. gonna be in the ring it's doing crazy shit but it ended up it was fine yeah but like you said it could have been better i think yeah but won't shit on it too much yeah we got will osprey and marty Skrull, so a little, yeah. little little taste little yeah. taste mm. uh but man how do you how do you uh, transition from that? Well, with an open challenge from Madman Manson. You familiar? If you f- familiar with this guy at all? No. That's <laughs> gonna leave it at that. Why don't you just keep it that way? <laughs> yeah, right. He's uh he's basically skinny Grado. If you uh if you didn't get that from the match. Uh, did Grado used to like roast people on the way to the ring? <laughs> <laughs> you know he may have, but that was you know that that actually popped me because so he's it's an open challenge from madman manson who anyone who's not aware is yet very comedy based wrestler doesn't wear shoes sometimes he like draws boots on but he apparently didn't have the time <laughs> this time that's that's a fact by the way him and grado had a match 
uh, a few chapters ago if you want to add that uh, right after your wild boar match you watch um so there's a fucking army helicopter above me i don't know if you can hear that <laughs> that's another your border's going up again <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> speaking of boner we got mikey whiplash or sorry so do you know mikey whiplash at all i know mikey whipwreck i think that's close enough so, so, so this guy, Michael Gilbert, right? He mm -hmm. accepts the challenge, but apparently in other indies before this, he had a gimmick where he went by Mikey Whiplash and he had like the face pain and I don't know. I don't really know anything beyond that, but that's, he was a very gimmick heavy wrestler. So the idea here is that he's no gimmicks required, Michael Gilbert. So he's just, you know, black trunks, black boots, pretty much like Dean, like the shooter Dean Malenko, but big. So um man r.i.p chris candido right chris candido r.i.p chris candido because chris candido was the was the the you know the original like no my favorite no gimmicks needed guy oh okay was yeah, that, yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah just i saw because like you know I'm, I'm looking at this dude i'm like no nah, chris candido was way better right yeah <laughs> um but yeah so <laughs> michael gilbert he's so serious that he has no music <laughs> and like you said this uh <laughs> prompts manson to get on the get on the mic and he's like oh Oh, I'm Michael Gilbert. I'm so serious. I don't even wear knee pads. Like he's roasting up. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious stuff. Um, but this is where the crowd and their heckling kind of uh I appreciated it because they were calling they were doing a Gilbert <laughs> get like all throughout the match. But that like plays into it because you you have the comedy guy versus the ultra serious guy. Yeah. So you have that class. So I think it worked in that sense. Um Michael Gilbert puts Manson in an arm bar and Ar Manson's like, I don't know how to reverse this. And the crowd's like, hit R2. I love hit that R2. shit. <laughs> that was uh, so good. That was genius. Like, I, I, how do they all like coordinate that though? Like, like you said, must I'm be, in, they turn the page in the script. That's what happens. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not really a match. It's pretty much Manson just shitting on or, or uh, Gilbert shitting on Manson the whole time. Uh, Manson does get some offense at the end. You know, he grabs Gilbert's nipples and twists them, uh, starts to mount a comeback, but uh, Gilbert grabs them and puts them in STF and Manson taps immediately. Uh, so no gimmicks required. Michael Gilbert wins and uh, Manson has some purple nipples. So anything else on that one? <laughs> so Martin Curry versus Mark Haskins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the match was all right. I mean, it was just, it just didn't make any sense to me. When you see somebody who's like so over with the crowd and like you know the funny guy and like it seems like it was a showcase for Madman Manson, only for him to like just tap out clean. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I was a little yeah, confused by that, but whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. I guess they're building up Michael Gilbert for something, but what do I know? What okay. do I? I guess you know someone like Manson doesn't need to win. I guess True. if he's comedy, so he can always True. be silly. Good um, point. But uh, yeah, Martin Kirby versus Mark Haskins this next match. So both these guys are in tag teams, Martin Kirby with project ego, Mark Haskins with uh, a team called screw indie wrestling. I don't know if you're familiar with them at all, No, but he's with uh, Nathan Cruz and their teams have kind of been having a feud at this point. So now it's, you know, singles, that's pretty much all the backstory that is that you need to know here. But, uh, and that's why Mark Haskins. So their whole thing is that they don't allow Jim Smallman, the, uh, the ring announcer slash, owner they don't allow him to introduce them they had to do it themselves so as haskins is about to do this martin kirby interrupts it with an enziguri and a german suplex 
Um, otherwise, I mean, this match, like, it never really gripped me at any point. I don't know what it was. I, this, this is a match where the crowd felt, like, particularly heckly. So I don't know if, like, that played into it or if, like, because the crowd wasn't really into it. They are more like, there's this one drunk asshole that just kept yelling Haskins the entire time. <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised Haskins kept a straight face and never said anything. It was Haskins! <laughs> Haskins! The whole fucking match, dude. Like, shut the hell up. I mean... Because <laughs> you can... Even the commentator is like, some, someone really wants Haskins' attention. <laughs> But uh, other than that, it was a fine match. Had some good false finishes. Um, Haskins wins with a roll-up, with his feet on the ropes, because he's a heel, right? So yep. uh, otherwise, it was fine, but kind of forgettable, in my opinion. 100%. Yeah. Like, like, the only thing I, like, I was surprised me about this match, like, Martin Kirby actually had Kirby on his trunks. Yeah, just so you know, the video. And I was like, the oh, fuck? oh, Kirby. I didn't know. I didn't notice that. Yeah, he had the the video game Kirby on his trunk. So I'm just there. Oh, that's I, fantastic. Yeah, let's like let's go all in. You know, like <laughs> Brian Donkey Kong over here with a big. Right. <laughs> like, you know I, mean? <laughs> I don't know what your porn name has to do with this, but <laughs> the Brian Donkey Kong. That's good. <laughs> Watch me barrel smash this bitch. Um. Anyway, so. Like, <laughs> I guarantee you that's a thing already. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a fine match. Like it was a like good cruiserweight style match. It was a good wrestling and like I I it was forgettable. Like I I, I like the the heel one with the roll up and then like it was his feet on the ropes, right? So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what for what it was good for what it was. Yeah, didn't yeah. stay too long. Yes, it, was, it wasn't you know too yeah. So no hating, no hating. But uh, after that, we have the Progress Tag Team Championship on the line. So we have Team FSU which is Eddie Dennis and Mark Andrews versus the London riots. So backstory here. So Mark Andrews won the natural progression tournament that happened like a year or two before this. He won a title shot and won the title, the progress championship, but Jimmy havoc, basically it was a whole thing, but he basically had a clause in his contract that allowed him a title match at any point. So he basically money in the banked Mark Andrews and kind of stole the title from him and Jimmy Havoc is aligned with the London riots. London riots are two members of regression <laughs> along with Paul Robinson. Um, so they have that tie in there and that's, that's pretty much essentially what it is. And the London riots are undefeated at this point. So they're like ultra dominant, like the best as far as like records and credibility goes, they're like the, the most under like a unbeatable tag team in progress right now. Um, and FSU won the titles like, through a tournament that the London Riots were not a part of because they got fired. Again, it's a whole thing. It's a whole hullabaloo. Okay. But uh, so that sets up this match. And I really like this match. I mean, I thought like, I mean, between this and maybe the world title match, probably my match of the night. Um, like it starts out with regression coming out and attacking FSU in the beginning, like really putting them in peril. And then I, I love like the hit the London riots hit their finisher like right away. Like, Oh my God, yep. is this going to be over? Like one of those deals, but it's a two count. Um, but then it kind of picks up from there. I know. What, what did you think in general of this match? Actually? Like I thought it could have been way better. Cause like, if you're going to play upon like, you know, these guys being undefeated, that's where you like, you know, you like you, I, I feel like you should put like longer heat segments. Cause like, okay. The London riots, like, or whoever the regression boys like mm -hmm. attacked, like, you know, the FSU kids, right. And yeah. like and like and then they and out of nowhere, 
they came back right away. Like even though, even after getting hit by those, it, it felt like the heat segments were just so quick. And you know how like you with hot mm-hmm. tag seg- segments, you'll get a quick hot tag, then like then the the heels like stop this hot tag and then and then another hot tag again. And like this one, they just didn't like. You don't build that sympathy for the for the for the faces because it's like it was so right. so many like like okay we're gonna beat him up for maybe like a minute or two then they'll do a quick hot tag and it kind of like devalues that hot tag you know you see what I'm saying so it's yeah, like for yeah. me I'm I might be looking too much into it I just thought that this match was like I actually liked it you know even though I'm like shitting on it same time mm-hmm. I liked it but it could have been so much better it could have had that feel where it's like can they beat them one two oh my god they almost yeah, yeah. like and it it just kind of like ended like with, a, with a, like a wet fart you know what I mean they did the whole they did a good job of that whole like like back and forth tag team moves like mm-hmm. like in and out no like good pacing everything was fine but then like they they could have played with that story so much more and I, I was just thinking like oh what if what if you know like right. like because like because like, you already had that attack so use it beat the shot of them make it seem like they have no chance of winning and then yeah, like, didn't, yeah, you know what I mean? like you said it ultimately didn't really play into it like it could have just not basically might have well it's not happened you know pretty much you know like it was still a good match don't get me wrong but like i thought it, it could like, it was right. like an eight out of ten that could have been like 11 out of ten yeah yeah because yeah. like yeah like you said it went back and forth yeah. between heat and you know comebacks like there was too many of them like if it would just been one long or a couple long drawn out ones really you know drive the point home that you know that attack like maybe someone's leg gets in- injured or their, their neck gets injured and that like kind of plays into the match but yeah like you said, I didn't really play into anything, so it was kind of just like, hey, look at look how dastardly we are, kind of yeah, deal. yeah. Which you know, like that's getting put over like you know, like no other. But in the end, it's like we kind of we kind of get that feeling already, guys. Let's you know, yeah, yeah. You've got the <laughs> smallest guy in the match, and uh, I already forget these kids' names. Mark but, Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yeah, but then you know, and like these two like Kevin Owens cosplayers could like beat the shit out of him <laughs> way longer. <laughs> You know, like you build yeah, yeah. that, you build, and then like like Eddie Dennis coming, big man, hot tag, and then you start the like this the the big like you know like the big tag team moves like all over the place. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's like formulaic. I get it, but it tells a simple story that could have been way so much better. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, it could have been you know the London riots. Maybe they were uh, thrown off by the fact that you know when Rob Lynch takes his shirt off, the crowd uh, starts chanting. Put your shirt on. <laughs> That's <Dude>. so demoralizing. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of like that, dude, like what Prince Albert getting a shave your back chance. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy the London diets chant? <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't notice. Okay, it's... props to that one. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that was you know they they get one for every you know yeah. <laughs> five matches they ruin. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I, I love, I'm, oh, I always pop for a, like a Nigel McGinnis clothesline off the ropes. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Which, uh, Rob Lynch hits on Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. Cause they, that's what shut him up. Cause they're all chanting, put your shirt on. He's like, okay, let me just knock this kid's head off. Yeah. And that kind of shut him up for a little bit, at least. Um, <laughs> I didn't know Mark Andrews at one point, cause everybody's you know, fighting on the floor and Mark Andrews comes from the top rope. And does like oh. a a Billy Kidman ugly shooting star press mm-hmm. and like lands right on his face on the floor. I'm assuming, or he cuts his face open somehow. I don't know if he just like slid into a chair or something, but um, yeah, that, that was, was a nasty gash. Like if it's like MMA style, you know, when these guys get their eyebrows cut, yeah, yeah. that looked pretty a little bad. Vaseline on it, yeah, yeah. Oof, God, it was like uh, a like a vagina growing on his earbrow, I mean, eyebrow. <laughs> 
Well, ear goes, brow? Ear brow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I didn't post a word. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just going to put ear brow after every sentence you say. <laughs> the ear brow episode. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get the hits. <laughs> ear brow and grinder. <laughs> wrong Nobody hits. The wrong about. hits. Like, like, what? No mention of Sunny Kiss? What the fuck? I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I already got your download, bitch. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, like, the match really does pick up at the end, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eddie Dennis gets hit with a double team, like boot, yes. fireman's carry slam, kicks out at one. I'm always a sucker for a good kick out at one and yes. a, like a fire up after that. 100%. Um, but then uh, FSU hits their finisher, which is uh, Eddie Dennis's next next stop driver combined with a stomp from Mark Andrews. And that I, I bid on that one. I thought that was the finish, but it was only a two count. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of good false finishes towards the end. There's a moment where they all like slowly get up into each corner and they're staring each other down. Um, but that's pretty much where the finish happens because they all kind of like attack each other. Eddie gets knocked to the outside. Uh, and then Rob Lynch tosses up Mark Andrews, who Mark Andrews then catches James Davis with a Hurricane Rana kind of for uh, a roll up victory out of nowhere. So FSU wins and gives the London Riots. Their first loss in progress. So yeah, like the finish was kind of like you said, it's kind of a wet fart kind of finish. It kind of yeah. like what? But otherwise, ultimately, I, I like the match. Yeah, me too. Me too. I liked it a lot. And like like you said, it picked up and then and then going back to what you said earlier, like the false finishes were convincing. You know, it was yeah, which is funny because like the false finishes were more convincing than that that Hurricane Rana. It's like because it was a yeah. botch. It was botched a little bit too, so it's like, oh, right. is that a Hurricane Rana? Oh, match over. Oh, all right. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. But but to give them credit, the the crowd was into it, and that's all that really matters. You For know, sure. like like you you make the crowd happy. The crowd was like all solely behind FSU. And that's all you could really ask for. So, right. Yeah. So, uh, but after that, oh, by the way, before we get to the next match, what do you think of the uh, the titles? Oh, the, you mean uh, the oh the yin yang thing. Oh my yeah. god! Like yeah, they both had like two sides of it. One you had the yin, the other had the yang, and they put it together. I'm like, the symbolism. I'll give them an, an A for that, and I'll give them an F for everything else because it was like, right? That <laughs> like like that was cheesy. That was like Steve Blackman head cheesy. That was bad. Like, thank you, thank you. I almost wanted to just shut my camera off. Right <laughs> no, there. no, no. Here, let's play it back. I didn't think you heard me. Steve Blackman, yeah, yeah, head oh. cheesy. That's how much cheese it was. <laughs> <laughs> so next match, we have the Natural Progression Series, the first round match. <laughs> <laughs> Making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Sliding down. <laughs> so we got Pastor William Ever versus Ali... Is Ali or let's call him Ali Armstrong mm-hmm. versus Chuck Mambo? Uh, can you describe these three guys to the people? All right, uh, Chuck Mambo to me looks like a skinny Ram from the movie The Wrestler. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Skinny Rambo because his name's Mambo. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> like, like, off my podcast. <laughs> no, so, like you know, like Ran, Ran, Randy Ran Robinson. I don't I'm know if not, you saw I'm the movie. Familiar. Oh yeah yeah. Anyway, no. so he looks like him. Uh, Ali, Ali Armstrong is just just like shorter guy and like what was it was he wearing like uh like a chad gable like you know like yeah he looked like he literally looked like you, you went to a high school and 
pick the first wrestler you found found and threw him in a match. Yes, yes, that's great. And like he he did this dance before. It was like well, I don't like he was doing like a river dance dance like like when they called oh, his name Can Can. Yeah, he was doing a can can, and I was like thinking, like, oh my god, this is Rob Gron- Gronkowski cringy. It was bad. <laughs> That's who he looked like. He looked like Rob Gronkowski a little bit. Like if he wasn't a type of dryer or something, but like, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but uh, and then the other guy was Pastor William. He was basically he looked like Jesus. He did. He looked yeah. like he straight up looked like Jesus. So like they pl- definitely played off of that. So and and he had a cross over his balls. Did <laughs> he? <laughs> <laughs> Get I didn't show. notice that. <laughs> I'm like, so like, if like, like, I was raised Buddhist, and someone put like a picture of Buddha like on his cock, I'd be like, man, fuck this show, man. <laughs> like, like, come on, man. Man, if anybody's listening, that's a character waiting to happen, <laughs> right? Like, put like some like religious like 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 symbol on your nuts. Instant heat with me. Hey, look, Did it's Tensai not new. do that? What's that? Did Tensai not do that? That seems like something he would have done. I mean, I don't know. The Tensai was just. A heat mag, like get off my TV, Xbox heat mag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Xbox. Did, did, did uh, when I saw Chuck Mambo, the th- the first thing I thought was that he looks like you know when uh when DX and the Nation were feuding back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And they were doing that little promo. DX was and then you had Owen Hart dressed in like the caution tape and the big nose. Like that's who Chuck Mambo looked like. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm I'm thinking he looks like a kind of a if Machine Gun J- Kelly like lifted a little bit. Ooh yeah yeah yeah. Right. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Especially like current Machine Gun Kelly is yeah. a little uh, androgynous. That's the word. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. But he's got he Megan Fox though. Oh my god. Stupid toe finger Megan Fox. Get out of here. <laughs> Have you seen her fingers? Or is it her, no? It's her toes that are weird. Or is it her fingers? I have not. I have. Somebody I call in. Let us know please but <laughs> but uh so yeah we got so basically these three guys are all oh i'm getting word it's a dick <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you people at thank in, you. in the tower <laughs> or whatever um but uh so yeah this is like three so i guess th- there's a show called endeavor which is kind of like the nxt to progress is like okay. WWE is like a lower level, and these that's where these guys have been more prominent, I guess. I haven't really watched it, but maybe I maybe I'll start. Who knows? But um, this natural progression series is designed to give like newer guys a chance to shine, and the winner, like I mentioned with Mark Andrews earlier, he won and got a title match. So and that's who whoever wins this will get the same kind of deal. Um, other guys that have been in this one, like Pete Dunne in the last show, he he moved on, and uh, somebody else, Flash Morgan Webster. So like guys that we've seen. That are pretty prominent nowadays in certain ways have, have been in this. That's so pretty uh, pretty neat. Uh, but yeah, like you said, Pastor Pastor William Ever just getting pelted with Jesus chants the whole match. I thought it was freaking hilarious. I'm... Let's go, Jesus! Jesus sucks. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> Out of context, if someone walked by that that hall, it's <laughs> a rough like, one. Let's yeah. go, Jesus! <laughs> sucks. Hey, what? <laughs> <Like, Ooh. laughs> <laughs> What's going on in there? <laughs> Runs in with a steel chair. Yeah, exactly. But but then I'll, I'll give them credit. When they started chanting, holy shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't catch that. That was pretty uh, good. That was no. that was a chat with layers. I'm like, you you guys got some. Okay. That's smart. I, That's smart. I liked it. And then, and then like, fitting, like, um uh, the Jesus hits a crucifix bomb. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, that's his finish. A cross power bomb. Yeah, yeah. 
But he, that was probably the, the, the main spot I actually remembered. One, for the name, and two, he actually did, like, crucifix that motherfucker over the top rope onto a bunch of people onto the, on, into the floor. Right. So that was pretty cool. There were, but, like, security guards that were set up to, like, be crash pads, basically. <laughs> yeah, but but to me, this match was a three-way uh, Kirby versus Haskins. It was forgettable. It was kind of like, <laughs> it just, you know what I mean? <laughs> you just added another guy. That's the same fucking match. From from now on, if it's a forgettable match, it's a Kirby versus Haskins. Yeah, <laughs> right, we're gonna make a trend. <laughs> but yeah, well, what was more cringe, uh, the cross powerbomb from Jesus, or the Mambo number five from Chuck Mambo? I did not catch that. What was? What did he do? I only caught it because the commentary said it. So he he like kicks the guy five times. I'm gonna let you take a second to to uh, digest it. I know it's hard to uh, kind of grasp. It's a lot of layers to it. Mambo number five. Uh, uh, you know, like a song. <laughs> so, apparently after the match, like that's where I found out there were three new guys. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, they, so they get a pass. But now you go back to that Mambo number five shit. Then no one, while training this kid, tell him it's not good. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Fuck you, I love that good shit now. <laughs> like, it's like, just just keep doing it, man. Like, we'll call it Mambo number five. It's brilliant, you know. <laughs> Oh god! But yeah, like at least three people, like like you have Jesus and Mambo. I feel like were the guys that were most over. But you have the third guy, who I don't even know how to pronounce his first name, Ali or Ali Ally, Ally Armstrong, gets like a win with a burp, bridging German suplex mm-hmm. as a pastor because he pastor does the power bomb to the outside and he's distracted with all that and then gets Germaned out of nowhere. So Armstrong gets the win and moves on. But uh, like you said, these guys are all trainees. Yeah. So with, with that in mind, like I can appreciate not just like having a, a de- decently worked match, but having like strong characters. You know, whether or not good, yeah. bad, or indifferent. Like they, they're they're trying something. They're memorable. Like I like so we're, we spent how long on like how that uh, Mambo dude looked like. So I mean, I guess yeah. he's <laughs> doing something right. Yeah. Goofy looking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was okay. It happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's for sure so uh but after that we had the progress championship on the line and by the way did you catch that the championship is that staff what the like the, the, the big yeah. staff the eagle yeah. arm, that that's the title oh i just thought that was like a, something that jimmy Haggard brought to the ring it would work but no no like Legero won it he was the first champion and then uh, rampage brown won it so you have rampage brown holding up this axe and then uh, Mark Andrews won it, and now Jimmy Havoc has it. Oh my God! Okay, so I get it now. So this this place cool. is known for their like, you know, random things as as you know championships. Yeah, a belt. That's hack. Let's let's get this eagle and put it on a stick. <laughs> well, uh, like I'm now I'm thinking about like you know how um, back in old school Ring of Honor where. Uh, Nigel was just Nigel McGuinness would come out with an iron. <laughs> like that's the championship right there. <laughs> when it gets like, a, like, a, like an iron. Yeah, he would come out to the ring with an iron, <laughs> like, oh, just because. Just because. And <laughs> that's, there's no reason for. It. If you look under the iron, it's a, there's a UK flag. Just because. So like it was like. Is that like f- a stereotype? I don't or... know what it was. <laughs> I I what? remember him saying in an interview once that he said like, oh, I just wanted to bring an iron to the ring, so I just did it. <laughs> you know what? Like, it's Nigel McGuinness. I'll give him a free pass. I'm oh, sure. yeah, of course. Of course. I'm sure there's brilliance behind it that I just can't grasp. For every That's single probably. lariat he hit, I, I forgot about that dumb bullshit. So it's. <laughs> we good. We good, Nigel. Be good. Be good. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, if that staff is a championship, huh? Okay. Yeah, and eventually they get belts. Okay. They get rid of the stupid shield that's broken in half, and they get rid of the staff. But I don't know. I think I think it sticks around for a while. I'm not really sure. I try to like keep myself in the dark about like what happens in the future. But uh, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing that happens. Uh, but this match here, so we got Jimmy Havoc defending his staff against Noam Dar, <laughs> <laughs> who we brought up previously, won the tournament to earn this shot. Um, I really like this match. It, felt, it had like an old school kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess that's really Jimmy Havoc and his style because he's normally the deathmatch guy, but he's kind of transitioning into this more like traditional wrestling style. Mm-hmm. Um, has the whole thing with his regression stable. Um, crowd loves Noam Dar. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the pace of this match because, like, especially in the beginning, it was like kind of slow, mm-hmm. but that slow build, like, it's kind of like the tag match. Like what yep. they could have done. Like it was a yes. slow build. 100%. So like when things happened, even it, like Noam, Noam Dar had a drop kick. Like it was a good drop kick, but it was a drop kick. But the crowd like went up to their feet because it, it had been building for so long. And so it was like a great moment. And then Jimmy, they do the same thing. And Jimmy Havoc hits like a clothesline out of the corner. And the crowd's like, oh, fuck you, you cunt. Or however they, whatever they chant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but stuff like that throughout the match, I really enjoyed. Yeah, same here. I just I like those like a little clash of styles where you got one doing the cruiserweight style and the other guy doing like kind of a strike base, like you know, ground him, ground and pound sort of deal. Like you know, he's on the ground, gonna keep stomp on his ass. And like it was, it was yeah. a lot of like the whole like like Jimmy Havoc's like, all right, I'm I can't let him get this uh this air based offense. So I'm gonna wait for the suicide dive. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut him off the pass and I'm gonna cut and I'm gonna change the momentum of the match. Mm-hmm. And it did and like I like how they like kind of uh. The match was going all over the places in the ring, outside the yeah, ring, and yeah. they even like took it like to like to like this little balcony area where like you know they did yeah. a little spot where you know uh, I think it was Jimmy Havoc who got got flipped over the railing onto a bunch of uh, onto a bunch of security, and then Noam mm-hmm. Dark comes in with a tope. So anyway, like yeah, they do a lot of stuff and they're all over the place. And yeah, I actually this one was another match where it's like man, oh, and you know what? Like after watching this match, I was just thinking if WWE. I know going on a tangent, but if WWE would uh-huh. commit to their cruiserweight division, my God. Like Dude. head it head it with Adam Cole and like Ricochet or something like that. You had yeah. you had like I I keep calling him Samurai Del Sol, but you had Kalisto and like you know, you got stars like you have people like Tozawa or you have like Kyle O'Reilly, Roger Strong, Kushida, Champa, Gargano, I, like you can go on all day. Even yeah. AJ Styles would be a part of it. Brian Danielson could have been like Dan Bryan, you know yeah. Daniel Bryan could have been like one of those guys. Like if they had their like paws on someone like Pac, you know, it's like, damn, they commit to this. Like and then like look at Conor McGregor, he shows you don't have to be the biggest guy to be the biggest star. Yeah, you know, and like if, for sure, if, and that's real life. You know, yeah. <laughs> like you know, it's like it's like how many roids did you take today? You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, you good? You know. Anyway, right. sorry tangent. But, no, I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I've I've been screaming like into the void for them to do this because they have what ten hours a week. Yes. programming just wwe like they can't have like an hour or two or even less than that to have like a cruiserweight division you can treat it like 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 how tna used to treat the x division where it wasn't like a lower tier but it was like a different kind of thing like it was, it was his own division like they could easily do that like with the people we named like they yep. have so much depth and that's like beyond you know the, the 205 live guys which i guess they don't really have any anymore <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> an line landing well 90 days to see these guys again yeah <laughs> but i'm sure they those guys whatever are ari sterling or whatever they could have been I effective that in that dude. too i love yeah. ari sterling i wish they held on to that kid who you guy how who who else can do a fucking uh, 
like I first saw him do a like a standing 630 like outside like over the top rope into onto a guy who's like outside the ring and it's like Jesus yeah the guy the guy's amazing and like he looks like a million bucks I mean like like grinder you know right. material but like you know see the guy anyway. that looks like um fuck what's his name from Impact the the guy with the the card oh yeah it's Austin card. Ace, Ace Austin. Austin yeah he kind of yes, looks 100%. like him right yeah, yep. yeah. but anyway I digress. Been? This match and was Noam good. Dar could have been a part of it, right? Huh? Noam Dar, like, like who is in this match? And he showed great, like you know, he he showed his versatility, the like, power hitting, like you know, like like and yeah. the, the only thing I want to get on him, like I just totally remember this part. I don't know if you caught this. So like he he's his finisher, champagne super knee bar, mm -hmm. right? So like in the middle of the match, <laughs> like he he runs from behind and he clearly kicks Jimmy Havoc into I guess the left knee. Uh -huh. So Jimmy Hack goes down, sells the left knee. In the middle of him selling the left knee, he switches to his right knee, and then, and then like you gotta see what? this. It was so oh, obvious. He, no. he just completely switches knees, and then like, and then of course Noam Dar kicks that knee and goes for the knee bar. And I was like, ah! <laughs> like, oh like, man! Like I, th I think Noam Dar fucked that up because like I know because like like Jimmy Hack was like, oh no, I'm, he's supposed, I'm supposed to be selling the left. He kicked me in the right. Fuck it, I'm switching it now. No one's right, gonna right. notice it, you know. And it was pretty hey, slick the way he did to be it. Fair, I didn't yeah, notice it, yeah. So. But then, like you know, of course, I ruined it by like paying attention to this dumb bullshit. But like, yeah, he just yeah. kind of like like looks around, switches knees. He's like, "Oh no, don't jump on me!" Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. I did notice though. He did, it felt like he didn't really target the leg, yeah, like pretty much at all until like towards the end. Yeah, really, which I thought was kind of bizarre. But like maybe that's. You know, if we're trying to make it headcanon, maybe Havoc was trying to defend against that. Maybe yeah, yeah. he scouted. Well, who knows? You can, you can make it work in your head. We'll go to them. Okay. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benefit of the doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, well, some, some. But uh, <laughs> who, whose Rainmaker do you think is better, Jimmy Havoc's or Okada's? Well, apparently Jimmy Havoc needs three and right. <laughs> to, to and still lose a match. Enough. But 100% yeah. like Okada's is way smoother because Jimmy Havoc just kind of like just like rapes the guy's wrist for a second and then like spins around, you know. <laughs> Jimmy Havoc is like if you try to do it in a shoot. Yeah. Like that's how it would look. You know what? That's true. <laughs> you know, I'll give him that, you know. <laughs> and like of all the things you're going to like take, you're going you're gonna, to like borrow the guy's Rainmaker and like just kind of devalue it. I'm like, yeah. Shoot. I don't know if you know this, but eventually he ends up calling it the Acid Rainmaker. Okay. Make it your Which own. Kinda kind of fun yeah yeah if as long as he doesn't call it the pain maker oh, oh my god i put extra makeup now i'm now i'm worse i put spikes on my jacket don't fuck with me <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows kind of uh, yeah yep yep oh my god anyway i digress again but yeah but this match is still pretty damn good i, I liked it yeah and i like yeah. the character work from jimmy havoc too because yes, you know more context so I brought up how, you know, in a past chapter, Jimmy Havoc kind of came out and stole the title from Mark Andrews. Mm -hmm. This is pretty much Havoc. He, like, kind of held Jim Smallman, who I don't know if you grasp this, you know, coming in cold, but he's the owner of the company. He's the guy that came in and had to make the count yeah. in this match. I never so caught his name until now, so. I don't know if they even really said it. Yeah. But uh, Jimmy Havoc basically threatened to light Mark Andrews on fire in the middle of the ring. So he's like, oh, you don't want to do that or you come in here and make the count. Make me champion. He talking to Jim Smallman. So they have that like hostility towards each other, basically. Oh, I get He's it. Kind now. Of, okay. Jimmy Havoc's it's the premise is like Havoc and his group are kind of like holding the company hostage in a kind of a way. Um, so there's a lot of, like I said, hostility there. So he like there's a point where 
Jimmy Havoc goes for a knee in the corner. Noam catches him and power bombs him, but accidentally hits the ref. So the ref is down. So Noam uh, it's at this point where Noam like sidesteps Havoc. Havoc lands with his foot on the rope, and then Noam does a crazy stomp from the top rope. That's to the part I was talking about. That's the part I was where he switches knees. Oh, that's okay. the part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't catch it. Yeah, that's good. But it. anyway. But um so it's at that point. Oh yeah, then he puts on the knee bar, Noam Dar. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Havoc taps, but there's no ref. So mm-hmm. he gets the uh the visual victory there. Um and it's at that point where they get back up. Jimmy Havoc hits three Rainmakers. He hits one, or he hits the first one, and then he makes Jim Smallman get in the ring, and he like does a kind of like a slow count, only gets the two. Uh Noam kicks out. Jimmy Havoc hits another one, and then Noam kicks out at one. Then Jimmy Havoc hits a third one. Noam Dark kicks out at two, so it's kind of building on that. Uh, but ultimately, uh, Noam Dar, he has Jimmy Havoc in like a sleeper hold, but Havoc does the classic, you know, runs up the turnbuckle and falls backwards into a pin. Uh, but I guess he taps as he's getting pinned, but the ref doesn't catch it. He only sees the pin. So Jimmy Havoc gets kind of a, a dusty victory here, retains his staff, <laughs> keeps the staff infection. And uh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, anything else on that match? I feel like we, we covered most of it. We covered it quite a bit, yeah. Because there's like a, a hullabaloo at the, at the, like in the post-match too. Uh, Jimmy Havoc's in the ring celebrating, you know, holding his staff in the air, as you do. Noam Dark gets in the ring. He grabs his jacket. And he acts like he's just got, like folding it, which... I was like, man, okay, he's just folding his jacket. Yeah. He's going to leave. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, he's folding and he's folding And he sprints and he kicks Jimmy Havoc in the face. And then they, you know, tussle. Regression comes out to uh, gang up on Noam Dar. Uh, then FSU comes out to make the save. And this sets up a uh, an eight-man tag match that's going to main event the next chapter. So it's going to be Regression versus Noam Dar, uh, FSU, and Will Ospreay. So you got varying kind of feuds there and they didn't say what the stipulation was but i kind of looked ahead and it's basically a um like a title versus career kind of deal i guess um so we'll see what happens with that i was actually intrigued when when he when he uh made that match i was like oh i kind of want to see this match so maybe i'll check out progress 15 i i I demand progress.com or whatever it's called yeah dot uk something i just thought it was kind of funny we're like like, you know, you, you got the guy getting beat up. Uh, Noam Dar's getting his ass kicked. So some guy runs limping to the ring. <laughs> like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, my savior. <laughs> He's like, some guy limping. like, I'm going to save you. Hold on. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, this guy's going to come out. Like, so they're, <laughs> so they're outnumbered. His guy's got a gimpy leg. And I'm like, oh, like, I, I guess. Like, Which my is ass- funny because we made fun of him for not selling in the tag match. Yeah. And now he's finally like, oh, he got the word. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, you know, Noam Dar's like thinking, oh, my, my ass kicking's about to continue <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh nerds why just send him this guy <laughs> get chuck mamba out here or something yeah, exactly that jesus dude bring him out <laughs> <laughs> praise him uh, oh but man that uh that brings us to the main event we have rampage brown versus samoa joe um I'm gonna be honest. This match, I kind of expected more from this match. Thank you. If I can be honest, yeah. I, I I thought same thing, but I'll let you continue. But yeah, I mean, this, I mean, so Joe's here, right? So he comes out. To, I guess he's still in TNA at this point, which I was surprised because it's 2014, and I meant to research this. When does he debut in NXT? It can't be much 
much farther after I this. Six, I thought it was like 16. Okay, it could be. You could be right. Yeah, I, you know what? Here, so we, we have... What are we doing? So it's Mojo. Mm -hmm. Joey Samoe. Come on. Let us be equally wrong in like 2015. Yeah. Come on, come on. 2015. <laughs> May go. 2015. And he, this was... Was it, I don't know, like summer of 2014. So it's pretty much a year, I guess. Okay. So yeah, it's still some time, but he's still in TNA mm -hmm. here. And I didn't realize that until he came out to his TNA theme song, which is a banger. So I wasn't mad about that at all. Mm -hmm. Apparently he's X Division champ too. I didn't know that was the thing he was doing in yeah, 2014, yeah. but I'm all for it. I support I, it. I love that. You know, X Division, it was about, it's not about weight limits. We're about no limits. No, I've never heard that before. Just yeah, that was that pretty cool. No, it was, that's yeah. what they that's what I did. Because like, it explained why the cruiserweight was like 300 pounds. Oh, okay. The cruiserweight champ is 300 pounds. But yeah. <laughs> it's like about the, no limits, professor. It's like the woman's title being held by like Rikishi or something. You know, it's like it's like, it's like wait, wait, what's what's going on here? <laughs> like, <laughs> Can still happen. Can yeah, still right. Happen. I like equality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing now, like, freak like Otis, like, running over, like, um, Mickey Cross for the title. <laughs> <laughs> Cash is in money in the bank. Doesn't OTT have, like, a, uh, like, an, uh, what's their title called? But it's, like, an intergender title. Uh, I don't know. It's, like, genitals don't matter championship. I know, right? Like, one of those. The, but, uh. The David Starr championship. I know, um. <laughs> but, yeah, this match, you know, like I said, it's, like. Do you have something going on? Oh, no, no. I was like, like, I was, I was saying, like, you know, in the middle, like, yeah, have my wife come in and be like, hey, what's up? But, <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, uh, so, Heard you have to mute, you mute yourself from no. going farther with it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the silly willy championship, huh? <laughs> but uh, we got Samoa Joe here. And, uh, like, like this, this felt kind of like a WWE match to me. Like, it... Because I, I don't know how much you keep up with NXT UK, but like Rampage has had these crazy matches with Joe Coffey and uh, Walter and things like that. Like really hard hitting long matches. And this one, this kind of felt like it was kind of a greatest hits kind of thing. Um, and the finish comes when Rampage. So Samoa Joe hits the muscle buster. Rampage kicks out at two, which was it felt like a big moment, I guess. Um, so he looks strong there, but then Joe just takes off his wrist tape and clotheslines the shit out of Rampage, and that gives him the win. Kind of a weird... I, I didn't expect that to be a finish at all, but that's that's what it was. Um, like I said, the match was okay, but for some reason I expected more. I call this the Brian Cage match, because this match was basically like, get my shit in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? More moves. Yeah, because like... Cause like Samoa Joe, he did all the things that made everyone happy. You know, like he he did his whole like combo where it's like, what's well, one of those combos? The the uh, I could remember this because I've seen plenty of his matches. Atomic drop into a single leg single leg drop kick into mm -hmm. the into the uh, senton. Or he did like I was like sitting there like thinking like, oh my god, it's like like he's gonna do that thing again where he does the power bomb, holds him kind of like half what half ass, mm -hmm. so he's gonna turn it into a ST Joe or STF, excuse me. And like you know, it's like so. It's like for me, it's like oh my god, this is like a Bret Hart like cookie cutter like formulaic get my mm -hmm. shit in match. And like and like, I'll give them credit because like Rampage Round did some did some good stuff. He did get some offense in, but it just never felt like Rampage Rampage Round had a real chance. He never really threatened. Yeah, him, you know. So it's like it was kind of like what like what is this match? And the only way Rampage Round truly got over is because one he hung with him for so long and he didn't get to kill in two seconds and two he kicked mm -hmm. out a muscle buster 
Yeah. But everything yeah. else was just like, hey, Samojo's here. Like, give me my $500 and they'll send me on my way. You know, it was like, I, I hate to say, it's, it's probably way more than 500 Don't get me wrong. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, I was thinking, I was thinking, like, Joe versus Kabashi. I don't know why. You know what I mean? I yeah. was thinking, like, this is going to be insane. Because, like, like, the precedent was set earlier in the early in the night. Even the, mm -hmm. the eight-man tag had some real powerful hits. They were strong right. styling the shit out of each other. You're seeing sick lariats all over the place. You're seeing Nigel lariats on people and shit. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking this match is gonna be, oh my god, they may kill each other. But it was, eh, it was okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What are you? What are your thoughts on people wrestling with shirts on? That I hated don't it. Normally wrestle. Yeah, I think that's what took me out of it. Me too. Yeah. I hated it. I was like, why? Like you know, just. I don't know, like with Kevin Owens could get away with it because that's just how he has always looked. Oh know? no, yeah, there's Kevin yeah. Owens, Homicide, yeah. Tommy Dreamer. There's, there's yeah. guys that wrestle in shirts. Yeah, but then there's guys like Sting who like oh, only only keep their shirt on when they don't give a shit. So it's like, hey, I don't care about this match. So it's like, it's like it's, we're like nitpicking that yes. aspect, obviously. Yes, one hundred percent. It's a it's, it's a real thing because we shared that opinion. I didn't like it. I was I really didn't like it when he like kept it on. I was like, I want to like, see that delicious body. Like well, this, that's what I was saying. Like I, I didn't bring it up right away because there could be more grinder jokes. Because I'm like, I wish he took his shirt <laughs> off. You know, let 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 the puppies fly. You know, it's like because yeah. like because like in the end, like like there's this there's this one point where where Samojo chopped the shit out of uh Rampage Brown. Yeah, yeah. Rampage Brown chopped him right back. You don't get that woo moment. You get that oh he just hit him with a t-shirt on moment. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. Oh, it's like it's like what is Stop that? SNL a heart attack? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want that. <laughs> but like once again, it's like you know you got all the greatest hits from Samoa Joe, and then like mm -hmm. same thing like like uh, to go to the ending like he he put over the company, he put over Rampage, so mm -hmm. at least you can hang your hat on that. Yeah, the crowd was into like, it. I suppose they, they, they were still into Rampage. Yes. I mean, Rampage at this point, from the, like thus far, he's been super strong. Like he was a champion. Um, I don't know who did he lose to. Oh, he lost to Mark Andrews in like a fluky kind of way. But mm -hmm. I, honestly, other than that, I don't know if he's really lost. But um, yeah, I really expected him to beat Joe here. But uh, you brought up like the post match stuff where like Joe gets on the mic. Yeah. And this is when we realize why he's here is to basically promote British boot camp, which was a thing that impacted. I never, I've never seen it. I don't know. In my head, it's like a tough enough kind of deal. I don't know if that's what it is, but <laughs> it's it's a very, it's a way less cool BBC video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the name? Oh, Donkey Kong Jones or something. Yes. Uh, <laughs> whatever we said. Brian Donkey Kong. <laughs> there it is, Donkey Kong Jones. Anyways, <laughs> that's the MMF version. <laughs> Okay, go on, so go ahead, dude. <laughs> no, I have nothing after that. So, <laughs> British boot camp. He's he fucking Samoa Joe, then Oprah's the crowd, and he's like, everyone who's in attendance tonight, you know, keep your ticket stub because you get into British boot camp for camp free of charge. It's like, yay. Like, <laughs> fucking, we're going to see Rampage versus Grotto on, on TNA. So, it's like, oh my God. Neat. Can't wait. <laughs> did you did you see how many people in the crowd would start looking in their pockets to see if they still have their tickets? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no one moved. They're like, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, right. Is the bar wait. is the bar closed? <laughs> <laughs> but then Joe invites Rampage too. I don't know if he's gonna compete on it or if he's gonna be a judge, whatever it is. 
But uh, yeah, and then Joe celebrates, does his little, you know, the Joe deal, yeah, and then yeah. the show ends. So, brings chapter 14, Thunder Bastard, it's the title of the chapter, uh, to a close. Yeah, ultimately, you said this is your first progress show. First ever. Uh, overall thoughts? Uh, how are you going to name your show after the first match? <laughs> it's Their titles, like, they're all, like, British, like, humor, like... I don't know, like inside like, jokey kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't know. Monday, Monday morning quarterback. I would have called it undefeated and then had had that tag match as the as the final match. Well, they should hire you. Like, I'd be like, I was just like, because like in the end, it's like, or or it's like, or Joe does something. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, just Joe. <laughs> Joe's here. So, Joey okay. Samoe. So if if he's Samoa Joe, what would be your wrestling name? Like just off this Joe Samoa Joe theme. You know what I mean? It's like. Cause I'm thinking like, am I like Ty Charlie or am I you know <laughs> like, like <laughs> Ty guy? Yeah, Ty guy or like Chicago like uh, Windy City Charlie? I'm trying. To- <laughs> <laughs> Why are you acting like you haven't thought about this with promos into the mirror? Like, <laughs> you want to mess with Windy City Charlie? I'm gonna blow you away. <laughs> I'm gonna blow you so hard. <laughs> Uh, Man, you're lucky that I want you to plug your show. Otherwise, I would just end the recording right there. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm still somehow part of the Get Show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we are a barber, sh- barber show. Barber show. Barber. Fuck. Walters? Barber Walters? Barber Walters 2020. What a turn. Huh? <laughs> we're like a barbershop store feel where we like we are four friends, lifelong friends. We talk about wrestling. We don't keep it too serious. We don't keep it too formulaic. And at the end, we always play a game. Like we'll do we'll do like wrestling. Like we just incorporate wrestling in it somehow. Like we'll do jokes. We'll do poems. We'll do like sports related stuff. We're all big sports fans. Anyway, we're, we're also called the Get Your, uh, Comedy Podcast because three, or f- three out of four of us are pretty damn funny. And I am on there too. <laughs> so. If you guys want, if you guys are interested, like, like we love to hear from from new people because we just love everybody. So let's go get your podcast at Get Your Podcast. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Thank you for having me on, Kyle. Do uh, you are the man. Thank you so much. No, no. Like I, I love, <laughs> I love, I love doing this show because like you always take me back. It forces me to like open myself up to like new shit. You know. No, yeah, no, you're yeah. always because you're like so versatile, so you can like I could bring you on anything, and you're you make it great. So I try, I try, yeah. dude, I try. Or you know, we we get through it. I guess. Yeah, you're like like it's like a, like you know, agonizing, but it's okay, you know. It's yeah, good. it's it's fine. I'm kind of like looking at my watch, <laughs> yeah, front of me over, <laughs> listening to erection no. noises. <laughs> it could have been just an hour of that, honestly. Pew. But anyway, sorry, dude. Once again, thank you to Charlie from the get show podcast for joining me on this episode. Such a great time as always with Charlie. I feel like we could just fucking, we could have a good time just talking about caterpillars doing missionary on our fucking, uh, I don't know. Go check out get show podcast <laughs> info in the description. Uh, listen to them wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, when you got when you got four Asians at a barbershop, but then they they come out comes out a podcast is what you get with uh, Get Show. Uh, is this is the words from Charlie? I'm just I'm regurgitating him. Uh, but yeah, that's about all Daddy has for you. Apronbump.com for all of my episodes. Subscribe to my YouTube. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. Uh, all that shit. All the usual suspects. So have a blessed day. 
Brush your teeth. Wash your ass. Shave your scrotum. I'm hard. <laughs> Let's get started.